Hello, and welcome to Sisters in the Spirit. I'm so delighted that you have joined me here. My prayer is that this podcast would be a ray of hope for your week. I'm Sarah St. Clair, and I have been married to my husband, Tim, for 20 years now. Together, we're raising our six beautiful daughters here in Greenville, South Carolina. I am looking forward to connecting with you around the life-giving truths that we find in God's Word. I want to encourage you from my own life experiences and also chat with women who, like yourself, have walked through seasons of suffering and yet they've remained strong in their faith. Sister, I'm here to remind you that you are not alone. You are precious to your Father in heaven. Let's grow together as we seek to know Christ and worship him in every area of our life. Hi friends and welcome to Sisters in the Spirit. You are joining me today for episode 30 of this podcast and I can't believe we've gotten this far together. Um, if you're joining me for the first time, welcome, welcome. Um, you've come to a place where we are just um, focusing on growing in our faith, um, but being real and honest about our struggles and how we um, have to really fight to stay close to the Lord and to trust Him through all the ups and downs that life uh, brings our way, um, but focusing on how faithful God is and the promises in his word that uh, sustain us. So I hope today's episode is a blessing to your heart. Um, happy Valentine's week, sending you all the love Um hope that you know you are special and um, just loved by your Heavenly Father. And I hope your family loves on you well this week. Um, And if not, uh, just know I'm here sending love and a warm hug to you um, for Valentine's. So, Um, It's a rainy day here in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, Spring is about to um, burst forth here. And uh, I just love this time of year so much as you can feel the warmth um, coming and uh, know that flowers are about to bloom. And I just love seeing all the rainbow of pastel um, buds on all of the bushes and trees. And, um, so we'll be spending lots of time out in nature, uh, for our homeschool with my daughters. Um, I homeschool five of them now as, uh, the oldest graduated last spring and is now out on her own. Um, she actually got her driver's license this past week and, um, the Lord provided a car for her, so she is totally independent, and I'm super proud, but 
also the, you know, mom, mom squeeze in the heart of just like letting go. And I wrote down that I'm going to have to do a podcast with a friend who's, um, has grown children who have all left the nest and, uh, just talk about raising kids to be adults and all the emotions that come with that. So it's like such a combination of, um, pride and a little bit of sadness too. Um, so if you are in the season of all the diapers and, um, taking little ones to, um, you know, play dates and picking up toys constantly, um, all of the spills and, uh, mess. I, I know it's cliche, but just do embrace the time and, um, may God give you the grace to just love the season that you're in. Cause it is true that time flies and, um, we blink and they're grown up. So thankfully I still have a house full. I wasn't, um, expecting to talk about that, but that is the big thing that happened this past week for our family. Um, but I, uh, have my daughter, Aislinn, is going to be 14 in two weeks. And my daughter Eden is turning 12 this coming Saturday. So we've got two birthdays coming up here and looking forward to celebrating them. And uh, yeah, so that's what's on the horizon for us. Um, Also, if you um, haven't heard we are planning another Renew Retreat, and the theme is going to be on our identity in Christ as royal daughters of the King. And the dates for that are June 21st and 22nd here in Greenville. So if you are out of town, uh, start making plans, save some money. Um, there's Airbnbs, um, it's a beautiful area to uh, spend some time and vacation. And um, we would just love to have you and some friends a part of that special weekend. Um, We're already just planning it out and know that God has a lot of really great things in store. So today's episode is an interview with my friend Rachel Brown and she is actually interviewing me about our family's journey of faith um, with figuring out what God had um, job-wise and um, just right before I started podcasting actually we had um, a shift in our job situation and So I'm just going to talk about that and share um, things that the Lord taught me and our family through that time. But um, this morning, the Lord led me to a passage I wanted to share real quick before we go into that interview. Isaiah 30, starting in verse 18. 
it says, so the Lord must wait for you to come to him so he can show you his love and compassion. For the Lord is a faithful God. Blessed are those who wait for his help. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. He will be gracious if you ask for help. He will surely respond to the sound of your cries. Though the Lord gave you adversity for food and suffering for drink, he will still be with you to teach you. You will see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go whether to the right or to the left. Then you will destroy all your silver idols and your precious gold images. You will throw them out like filthy rags, saying to them, Good riddance. Then the Lord will bless you with rain at planting time. There will be wonderful harvest and plenty of pasture land for your livestock. And as I was just reading over that, I felt like that perfectly described this past season for our family as we waited on the Lord and had many times of crying out to him for help. Um, but as he took us through a time of adversity and suffering, um, and I mean, it felt like we were, you know, drinking suffering and eating adversity. Um, and yet he was teaching us through all of those times. And then it says, you will destroy your silver idols and precious gold images. And I just really feel like this past season stripped away so many idols that were in my heart. And um, yeah, just bringing focus um, more clear onto my relationship with God. And I just said, good riddance to some of those idols that I had become so fixated on. And I feel like we are now starting to um, experience the showers of blessing, the rain that is coming for planting season. Um, because a wonderful harvest is about to um, break forth. And um, so if this podcast episode finds you in a season of waiting, um, I just want to encourage you that um, the harvest rains are coming. Um, the Lord is not wasting this time. He has good plans for you. And he will be gracious if you ask for help. So um, without any further um, chit chat, I'm going to let you jump in and listen to the conversation that I had with Rachel. All right. Hi, everyone. Um, we are here today with one of my besties, um, Rachel Brown. She um, is married to, we like to call Will our adopted son um, that we met at our church at Beach Springs a couple of years back. And um, 
Will and Rachel have since gotten married and we've just adopted both of them into our family and quickly went from like looking at them as younger like um children to mentor to turning into a beautiful friendship and they have encouraged me and Tim so much um, in our walks with the Lord and um, growing in faith and worship and we just do life together so we eat meals together and celebrate birthdays and uh, holidays and play with each other's dogs and um, all the things so Rachel thank you for coming on the podcast yeah thanks for having me you can add anything like tell them what you do well I am a high school chemistry teacher I always get that sounds fun (laughs) I always get mixed emotions whenever I say that to people they're either like "Ooh, you're really smart or ugh (laughs) and I'm like it's really not that bad um I am 24 which is kind of crazy to think about I turned 25 this year. Ooh. <laughs> um, I love nature and anything super artistic. I play the saxophone. I grew up dancing uh, for mm-hmm. 11 years, did competitive dance. Um, I really enjoy art and digital designs. Yes, be looking yeah. for my new podcast cover coming yes. soon. Sneak peek coming soon. <laughs> uh, Done by Rachel. <clears throat> Baxter's going to join our conversation. Yeah, Baxter's going to join. <laughs> so the interview process is not going to be me. We get to interview <laughs> Sarah St. Clair today. So, she's going to tell us a little bit about what the last year and a half of her life has kind of been like and the things that they've had to walk through as a family. Um, So, why don't you share a little bit about the day your world changed? Yeah, so it it takes us back to um, October of 2022. And, um, I got a phone call that, um, things had not gone well at work that day. And, um, there had been a lot of tension between, um, Tim and the theater where he was working with just policies and, um, financial stuff, um, with his salary. And we had been wrestling for probably a good six months of like, Lord, are we supposed to keep being here? Um, Because financially it was just like not working out for our family. Um, But we like loved the ministry that we had to the community through um, the theater. And so, yeah, that day Tim was like, I'm coming home and I don't think I'm going back. And, um, I mean, we just both cried and on the phone and then like the emotions of like, 
God, what are you doing? Like, it felt like all our dreams and like what we pictured life being just all came crashing down in a matter of an hour. And I was on my way to work, so I, like, dried my tears and went in to oh, teach kinder dance. That's the worst. <laughs> I'm like, hi. You have to be the super bubbly. But my heart was literally, like, just pounding out of my chest because I was like, I just don't even know what tomorrow, like, is going to look like. Yeah. Did you feel like you had been abandoned by God? Um, I don't think... No, I knew he had us. Um, I just didn't understand, like, what he was up to. And, like, all the questions of, like, did we miss you somewhere, like, in our decision-making process of starting the theater or taking, like, deciding to continue the job when the contract renewal came back up like you know there had been moments of wrestling through all of that and we felt like we had prayed and sought the lord and um and followed what he had led us to so then it was just like why now like what what's going on but i definitely felt like that the lord was still close yeah, I think it's good to keep in mind it's harder whenever he does this, but God has just as much power to close doors as he does to mm-hmm. open them. The open doors are obviously easier for us to accept. Yeah, but it's like, yay, thank even you. <laughs> things that because we don't see the big picture, yeah, even closed doors can lead to bigger and better things mm-hmm. yeah so how did you face the next steps that y'all were going to take well I think um I'm pretty sure I called my best friend like right after and I was just like you have to pray like I don't know what's going on but like Tim's job is is over there and we're not sure what next and so just having a friend to like cry with and pray with and tell you the truth about God that was really hard to like believe in that moment was I think so important and um yeah and then just like praying a lot yeah it's difficult having that heart mind struggle because your heart is like I know the truth in the word but your mind is like okay but how am I going to provide for my family now yes how where is the money going to come from all the logistical things that our brain likes to throw in there when our our heart is like no Uh just wait wait be patient Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think helped you the most in that time? Um, I think having 
like keep doing as much normal life stuff as possible. Like we didn't stop going to church or yeah, like stop interacting with our kids and doing fun family activities and I mean, we kind of got a lot of extra bonus, like, family time. All of a sudden, we weren't at the theater every night for rehearsals, and we just, like, learned to embrace, like, family meals. And even though, like, our hearts were sad and hurting, um, we tried to embrace the changes, the blessings that the changes in our, like, pace of life brought. But, um... Yeah, and like going to my job, I love. I'm so thankful, like for teaching dance class and like going to the studio. It was like, at least I had that. That for me, at least, was consistent. Um, throughout the week, that felt at least something was normal because pretty much everything else wasn't anymore. Yeah, having that. Just a little bit of normalcy to cling to mm-hmm. is honestly probably what made it bearable. Yes. Definitely. Um, I don't really as like as big of a scale because obviously I don't have six girls that I have as like a family to be responsible for. But when Will lost his job last year, we I related a lot to the newfound bonus time. Yes. We just had time together, and mm-hmm. it was honestly a really big blessing. Even if it wasn't a blessing financially, it was a blessing in other ways that we weren't able to see in the moment that we're now seeing like yes. fruits of because we were able to spend that time together that he would have spent going to work when it was dark and coming back when it was dark, Yes, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the hardest thing that y'all went through during this time I mean I think for both of us it was probably just like letting I felt like our hearts were just like floating around instead of having a place to land yeah because we're very like deep feelers and we care for people like so deeply and so we had put you know our whole heart and passion and life into um, the community that we had built um, at the theater. And so not having a community like that to call family and to invest time and energy into. um, I remember walking into a theater, a different theater space a number of months later um, helping with a recital and um, like I just almost burst into tears just because like being back in a theater space and stuff I was just like oh like I miss it felt like walking in you know to something that used to be home um, for us and so yeah and then of course like the financial side was probably the other hardest thing is just like navigating where the bills were going to be paid and how we are going to 
feed the family. <laughs> yeah, that's really real. Uh, so all of that was super difficult that just like spiritually, financially, emotionally, mentally. Mm-hmm. So what were some verses that you really clung to during that time that helped you? Yeah, um, I ended up listening to um, the If Gathering um, online with Jenny Allen, and they were going through Psalm 23, and um, it was a chapter that God had kind of like kept nudging me to read and um meditate on and so psalm 23 just like became really special um and meditating on the truths that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want like he has a path that he's leading me on and his rod and his staff are gonna comfort me and even though, I mean, it did feel kind of like a valley of death. You know, it was the death of dreams, the death of um, our own plans and our own um, way of how we thought life was going to be. But he was with us and it promises that his goodness and mercy are going to follow us and that he's going to prepare a banquet table for us and so just like claiming, claiming those um, truths. And there were some songs that were sung at that conference. Like I would just sit and watch the worship time. I screen recorded some of them um, so that I could go back and watch them again because they just really ministered to me about like, um, we keep hope alive, I th- or he keeps hope alive was one of them. And... Um, and then the new song by Christy Knuckles that was um, Evermore. And that just like talks about how it's his presence that is the ultimate goal. Yes. And it just refocused my, instead of being so fixated on what we had lost and fixated on trying to figure it all out and understand it all, The Lord was just like, Sarah, just seek my face. Like, I just want you and I want you to want me 100% and not like strings attached. And it was like such a hard process to just keep releasing, like opening my hands bigger and bigger, you know, and just like run to him and be like, okay, okay, I surrender it. I surrender. <laughs> so it was a long process. I remember weeping over my strawberry patch and just like that poor strawberry patch. <laughs> no, that ended up getting whacked three times. <laughs> oh man! Thank you, rental gardener people. <laughs> Teenage boys who don't know what strawberries look like. <laughs> um, but yeah just out in the garden or taking walks in the woods and just listening to worship music and just weeping and being like, okay, I'm, I'm seeking hard after the Lord and I'm letting go of everything that I want and 
making demands on God of like timetable with our house. I had so wanted to move out. I think I shared at the beginning of podcasting like um, that I was, I had my plans, you know, by this date, like Don't that's when our contract is up and God is gonna come through and I'm gonna get this bigger, better, whatever. And he was like, do you really think that that's where your joy is gonna come from? You really think that's Ooh. gonna make you happy? Well, I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, at the time you were like, that will absolutely make me happy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but God has bigger, better things than mm-hmm. any plan that we could ever dream up. I'm all about my plans too. My calendar is my way of life. If it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. <laughs> so it's, I have a hard time with that. Yeah. Really letting go and being mm-hmm. like, okay, God. Your timing. Yeah. Whatever. And then I say that, and then two weeks later, I'm like, okay, but it hasn't happened yet. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you're still going to do what you said you were going to do? Yeah. But Did you forget about He that? is. Yep. And he likes to drop little nuggets just to remind you that he hasn't forgot. Yes. The little things. Just to, whether it's someone randomly coming up to you in church and saying exactly what you needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Or something in nature. Some people see things like rainbows whenever they need to see it. Small little. Somebody um, once upon a time in college said that they are love notes from God. Yes. The little things that make our hearts happy. Mm -hmm. Just to let us know that he's still listening. Yeah. Um, How would you say that all of this has changed you? I mean, I think I'm a lot happier now, like a deeper, more genuine joy um, on a daily basis. Um, And oddly enough, like my anxiety is way less. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Than it used to be because I've stopped trying to control it all. Or figure it all out. Like, I just have such a deeper trust in my Heavenly Father. Because I've seen Him come through, like, moment by moment, daily basis. You know, where are we going to pay this bill? Or how are we going to buy food? And then somebody's saying, the Lord just laid out my heart to give you this money. Or, you know, like... I sell a couple of tap shoes um, from my Twice Upon a Tutu store, and there we go. Like, we've got meals for a few days, and um, just, like, time and again. And I was just like, why do I ever doubt? Because, I mean, I have pages and pages in my journal and stuff of, like, this is how God came through this week. And so... Yeah, I just, I'm just very joyful and um, and at peace. I hope that it portrays to my kids. <laughs> and it will. It most definitely will. I mean, I even see it 
You guys might not see it with some of them, but I see it through all of them, even in the smallest moments. It's, mm-hmm. they watch y'all, and they are slowly but surely stepping into the things that the Lord has placed in their lives, whether it's yeah. the things that they're gifted at or things that is a, almost like a calling to them Yeah, that's natural. Yeah. Like... Eden making the most delicious brownies ever. Oh my goodness. Or, yeah, she rocks those brownies. <laughs> um, like Nessa's just amazing artwork that she's able to do. Mm-hmm. It's, they all have their own little thing. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't have those things if you guys didn't. Give them great examples to go by. And you and Tim following the dreams that you have. Yeah. Like, you both are gifted in these things. And you didn't sacrifice those things because of money. Yeah. Or losing a job. Or fill in the blank. Yeah. Like, you guys have overcome so much to have the things that you have. And your girls see that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> sorry i'm gonna cry <laughs> tissue box <laughs> um how would you also say that it's changed your walk with like the lord in all of this i know you kind of talked about that yeah in the last question um i mean i feel like i've become so much more free in worship yeah in my worship expressions both in my private worship time but also corporately um I'm not as like timid um I don't think like what will people think of me if I kneel or dance or raise my hands like I just it's like me and God and I just want to like worship him freely because he's been so good and so faithful And, um, so, and then like, I guess realizing as he stripped away my agenda with my plans for my life, it's also like tied in, I guess, to my spiritual walk, realizing that, um, I don't have to have an agenda spiritually with him. Like, he just wants time with me. Um, it's not that I have to, like, perform yeah, to get close to him. Or that he wants to rush anything. Because, obviously, his timetable is a lot, like, more slow and methodical yeah. than, than we are. And so, like... I don't have to get it all perfect today in my walk with him. He just wants me to offer time. Yeah. I don't think instant gratification is in God's (laughs) vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) It is well thought out and perfectly timed, Mm -hmm. which usually is not in the time frame that we want things to be in. But you were talking about your freedom to worship especially like corporately too Mm -hmm. and not thinking about what people 
are necessarily going to think about you. And you honestly inspired me. Because at the New Spring worship night that we went to, is it the encounter? Yeah. Um, I would have never in a million years danced in front of those people (laughs) in a worship setting. Yeah. Ever. And And there went Rachel. There I went. (laughs) The Holy Spirit scooped me up and I was just dancing around the front. Worshiping the Lord. and was, But it was because I had seen you do it mm-hmm. before that on multiple occasions. And being able to see that and being like, okay, that's, that's a thing that we can do. Yeah. I can glorify the Lord and dance. Yes. There's no or. It's yes. a both and. Yep. And I just... Uh, thank you. Like, I love that. Yay. <laughs> um, because you're changing people around you mm-hmm. because of what the Lord's done in you. It's amazing. Um, how would you encourage someone that's maybe going through something similar? Or, yeah, I wouldn't say the same because everyone's unique in their own situation. Right. Yeah. But if you're like facing a valley, um, or recently I've really been thinking about like the seed that is buried deep underground and like buried by a bunch of dirt, <laughs> a bunch of dirt <laughs> <laughs> and like so much, um, yeah, darkness and, um, heaviness and burden. Um, and you're just in this dark hidden space and almost gasping for air um wondering when you're gonna see the light of day (laughs) and yet God's doing something deep so deep and um back um like a couple months into this job hunt process and trying to figure out what the Lord had. Um, There had come another offer on the table at another theater. And then, um, and all, all things looked positive. And then um, the vote came through and it was a no. And I remember just like being so angry at God and like why would you get our hopes up that it was a possibility and then slam the door again like haven't we been through enough already and just having to like work through that frustration and not understanding why why couldn't they just say yes what what is the hang up here you know because I felt deep inside that Tim and our family is called to theater um, as a ministry outlet and redeeming the arts for Christ. And um, so we went through then just like more purification of our faith, more honing in on our belief system but then also like the Lord 
pushing us into um, understanding our giftings and callings even more clearly. Um, And especially for Tim, like there was like so much work that God wanted to do in him to make him realize like that it was God who was validating him, not a board, not a city, not a person, but God. And um, in October of 2023, so basically like a year later, um, Tim Marco Polo's me um, on his way home from a rehearsal, bawling, just like, and Tim, I mean, Tim cries, okay, but a lot now, more yeah. than he used to. <laughs> um, and that's when it really started, where he, like, all of a sudden, the floodgates and, like, so much healing um, has come since then. Um, but he just said, um, God showed up tonight in rehearsal and he just showed me that this is what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. And he's been a completely different person since that yeah, day. I and remember that. God confirmed it in his heart. And it wasn't any more like me saying, honey, I think you really ought to do this or him saying, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of good at theater There's been like a fire lit under him that is like, I have to do this. Um, Kind of like me with the podcast stuff and women's ministry um, that I just like can't get away from like wanting to encourage people and reach out to women and edify them and bless them. Yeah. But he's that way about theater. So then he like he's like I have a name. It's Ignite, Ignite Theater, and I'm gonna start my own company. And I'm like, it's about time. (laughs) I've been telling him for years that he could do that, but he didn't believe me, you know. But it was like something that God had to do Mm -hmm. in him. He was finally able to believe it himself. Yes, and see it. He finally saw it. And I was like, if if we had had it our way and that other place had said yes that at the time when we felt the most desperate for a yes and we hadn't gone into a deeper level of like really seeking and really being like at our complete end of ourself, we would have never been producing the fruit now that we're like I feel like we're like this little seed that's popping up and we're seeing a little bit of sunshine and um the potential for growth is like huge so and growth yes as a business and a theater um but even more importantly like growth of faith and producing fruit of um like blessing into the community and stuff so we have a full season of um shows 
and we're actually partnering with the Yacht Center Theater, which is the place that has said no originally. So now they're just hosting Tim's theater company at their space. Which is phenomenal. And it's amazing. It is. And the community has just embraced um, Ignite. And um, we had such a great turnout for the first auditions for uh, Mary Poppins Jr. And um, Tim still teaching at World Upside Down, doing theater there. And we had 68 kids come out for auditions for that so then they split the they had to split the cast because it was too big so now he's teaching two theater classes and each class will perform one weekend um so he's basically working on three shows right now and um (laughs) when you really break it down yeah um so one performs in march and the other in may and then um starting in August, we'll have a show every month from August through December. And we're ending with Christmas Carol, the musical, which is one of our family favorites. I love that. And that's also a full circle moment for y'all as well. Yes. Yes, it is. So God is never late. Nope. Always on time. Always. So... In those moments where you just think, like, I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't understand what God's doing. Like, looking back now, I'm like, it was so gracious of him to shut the doors that he shut and to move us in a different direction. It was almost like he was protecting y'all. Mm-hmm. Which is, in the moment, you're like... It did not it did feel not that way. It did not feel like protection, <laughs> but he saw things that you didn't see. He heard conversations that y'all didn't hear. Yeah. And I believe that y'all are exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, like, Rena's able to choreograph for Tim, and Will is choreographing, which in and of itself is also another awesome miracle. Yes. And um yeah, and our girls are thrilled to be um around so many great kids doing shows again and um life just feels so rich even though we're still <laughs> incredibly poor. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. Like the finances aren't squared away yet, but um, they will get like there. Like God's got us, you know. And Will and I were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. So I did have a couple verses that um, I've probably shared on the podcast before, but that God just had brought um, along my path. And there's so many that I could share, but. Um, Psalm 55 just had some really great ones. It said, listen to my prayer, O God, do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. And I just felt like 
that completely described me and our situation um, over the past year and a half. Um, but you go farther in that psalm and verse 16 it says but i will call on god and the lord will rescue me and i just like that just hit me i will call and the lord will rescue and it's like two factual truths that i can anchor um and so I just wanted to like continue to be faithful to call on him and not run away from him, but run towards him. And I constantly saw him come through with the rescue over and over. And then verse 22 um, says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. And I was just like, it's so true. Yeah, it is. I love those. Well, I think that concludes our little Sarah St. Clair interview. I did an interview. <laughs> I told Rachel I was so nervous. I'm like, now I see why the people on the other side who are getting ready to be interviewed, like look at me with a little bit of panic in their face because I definitely felt that. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for following the podcast, for tuning in um, to just listen. And I really hope that it inspires you to trust your Heavenly Father and your Good Shepherd that He's got you. And um, he's pursuing you intensely with goodness and mercy. So. So I hope that story um, just stirs faith in your heart and gives you hope for whatever situation and challenges you are facing right now in your own life. Um, I just want to close with Psalm 23 and then pray for you. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest of valleys, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. 
Lord God, I just pray for my sisters um, who are listening. And I think each of us find ourselves um, in different seasons of waiting, um, different things that we're wrestling through and hoping for and, um, and just battling to trust you, Lord. I pray that today would... Um, you would just speak faith and hope and trust um, into the hearts of my sisters listening, Lord, that they would cry out to you for help and that they would see you answer. Give them endurance and faith to um, wait on you and to keep their eyes focused on you um, through, through the time, Lord, because your timetable is not our timetable. And so would you give us patient hearts and hearts that are steadfast? Um, thank you for the promises that surely goodness and mercy will pursue us all the days of our life. Help us to open our eyes and look for, for your goodness and mercy every day, Lord. And I just uh, can't wait to hear the stories um, from my friends of um, the way that you show up for them, the way that you uh, display your greatness. And we want to just give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for today. My kids are getting restless upstairs. I hear them um, stirring and needing to come down and um, switch activities. So I'm going to let you all go. Um, But if you haven't yet joined the Facebook group, um, Sisters in the Spirit with Sarah St. Clair, hop on over there. It's a place to get to know each other, connect, and encourage each other. Um, I have plans of doing some more regular posts in there and also a live video every week. Um, Just wanting to connect even more and um, encourage you that way. So um, be sure to find me over there. You can also um, find me on Instagram at raising underscore rubies times six. And um, yeah, I would love to follow you back and just get to know you. And um, I hope you have a great week and we'll see you back here next Monday. And um, we'll be talking about the love of God. Um A little bit late for Valentine's, but um, always a great and encouraging topic. So um, you guys take care. So remember, you are dearly loved. You are not alone. And the Heavenly Father delights in you. Bye for now.